0: Learn how to build your faith in God's word And live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time As you listen to the Senior Pastor Davis Christian Center Pastor Kingsley Kunkwa, And expect God's word to work for you Upon the words, the spirit of God Upon those words Can work on your life, hallelujah I mean if you came here sick You can't leave sick today in the name of Jesus if you came here depressed, you can't leave depressed in the name of Jesus. So that's the difference between preaching the word and giving a lecture. When the word is preached, the Bible said your, your teacher will be in front of you but you will hear a voice of the Holy Spirit behind you saying this is the way. That means clarity will come. Direction will come. Hallelujah. So when you are in an atmosphere like this I need you to be alert. Glory to God. I'm so honored this evening to, to invite one of the um, leading ministers worldwide. He's, he's a recognized name. He his no introduction. He's one of the fathers of the faith. Hallelujah. And he just told me that he has been coming to Nigeria for more than 20 years. Can you imagine that? He has been visiting. So he's not a visitor. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said he knew Lecky and VI. When, when they were sisters, i feeling it. 20 years ago. Praise God. Ladies and gentlemen, with excitement, with expectation, can you welcome with me all the way from the UK, Bishop Jean Francis. You can do better, somebody.
1: Well, it's good to be back in Lagos again. Oh, I want to hear some shouters, some praises in the house. Let let me say something to you. The devil made it so hard for me to get here. He tried his best. Pastor Kingsley will let you know. I I almost didn't get my um, visa. And I was, you know, worried. And I thought, you know what? The devil must trying to keep me away from something great maybe there's a church that I need to connect with and he was trying to hold but I want to make the announcement it's too late now Where I'm here I'm here or I, or I need I need somebody who knows that there's victory in here hallelujah thank God for his goodness and his love and his mercy towards us bringing us safe and I'm excited. I want to say Happy New Year to all of you. Amen. This is your year to expect unlimited resources, unlimited blessings and things are going to chase you down. You won't have to run after it. It's going to run after you. Uh, if you believe that say amen one more time. We want to thank God for bringing us here. We got here this morning and we're so excited to be in your midst. And um, I'm so glad to be around your leader, great leader who God is doing something great with. Will you get excited? Um, I didn't really know him, but my nephew Chad and his wife came and ministered and told me so much about him and and then one of my sons who was in my church, he lives here. Pastor Benjamin was saying, no, you've got to come here, Bishop. This is an upcoming church. This is a church that's going somewhere. And so I want to thank God because your reputation precedes you, okay? In fact, you don't realize, don't take it lightly, you've already gone international. You, you don't sound like you're excited about that whenever God starts making your name become international you're going to have to start getting a passport because that means what God is getting ready to do in this house is not just for Lagos I want to find out if someone's gaining momentum for what the word of the Lord is about tonight look at your neighbor say neighbor I might be the one to extend this ministry international, yeah. Some of you have been praying about. If I can only get out of Lagos, if I can only go international, where well, your season's coming. Now, now, now. Here, let me help you. Whenever a man of God says something, and you just go, mm-hmm, that means it ain't gonna happen. But the Bible says, "Decree a thing, and it shall be established." When you open up your mouth, you release your destiny. And when I tell you somebody is about to go international. Yeah, you got it now. You got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, God, you got it. You got it. So let me do it. Let's let's do it one more time. Put your hands together for Pastor Kingsley. We thank God. We honor you. Bless you. Let me tell you, I love you all. I love the singing. I was just, I just, wasn't that right? I, I was in the back. I wasn't happy because it kind of kept me back there. You were singing over here, and I was I was singing with you. Um, Pastor Kingsley was talking to me, and I was I was talking and I was singing. and I was tapping my feet and what I was over here while he was still over there. With uh, I started as a worshipper. I started as a worship singer. Started years ago, and that was what God put in my heart. All you know. Um, Donnie McClurkin live in London. Remember that? And it was my choir that sang with him and my musicians that sang with him. I got my mind made up and I won't turn back cause I All right, this ain't the experience. <laughs> oh, 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 nobody like you, Lord. Come on, help me say,
0: nobody
1: like you. And we're singing, no. oh. Lord said who wouldn't serve a god like this now who wouldn't serve a god like this say a god like this who wouldn't serve a god like this, who wouldn't
0: serve a god like this?
1: Now, all right hey i'm a musician i want you to groove it now come on it. don't 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 speed it up don't speed speed ain't groove All right, you with me? Oh, who wouldn't serve? I got like this. Who wouldn't serve? I got like, oh, like this. Who wouldn't serve? I got like this. Who wouldn't serve? I got like this. Who I got like yes. this. I want to hear you say, "Come on, oh oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him." Now, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Keep going. Keep going. Somebody is waiting on God to do something, and God says, "I've allowed you in this season to be in the background." And you're saying, God, can't I deal with it? God says, no, you ain't going to deal with it. Because this victory ain't going to have nothing to do with you. This victory belongs to Jesus. In fact, I want to prophesy. What you're waiting on is about to come to pass. I feel something already. Look at your neighbor say, it's about to come to pass. My miracle is about to come to pass my breakthrough's about to come to pass. I want you to scream a praise like you're losing your mind. Yeah! Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. Like
0: you, Lord. And we're singing whoa.
1: sit down. I'll turn this into a concert if I'm not careful. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. There's victory that's attached to your name. I don't care what the devil says and what he's trying to do. It's too late. Somebody's about to get victory in here somebody's about to get a miracle in here oh thank you praise team thank you choir give them a wonderful hand God is good all the time all the time God is good Whew, I feel I feel at home well, if you don't, if you don't, if, I'm, I'm, and I might kick off my shoes, I might run around, and, and I'm one of them kind of preachers, if you sit down there looking dry, I'll sit on your lap and preach. Yeah, I will, I will, I will. You know, when you get saved, God gives you joy. Joy that the world cannot understand. And so I'm excited about that. Let me just honor my son. Would you stand, Pastor Benjamin? Would you give God praise for him? Amen. He's from your country here. He was in my church and um, he said, I'm, Daddy, I'm coming, wherever you are. And I'm glad he's here. And my musician, Terry, uh, who's here, Terry King, give God praise from here. God is good. Let us go into the word. How many of you ready for the word of the Lord tonight? A very familiar text. I'm going to preach to you. I've been on a series and I'm going to let you on the series that I'm on. And what god's been speaking to me about, um it is first Kings, very familiar chapter eighteen, and because of the the time, I am going to abbreviate a few things now, I would like that you would help me by standing in my culture i get my church to stand when the Bible's being read. Why? In the Hebrew culture, I'm very much into the Hebrew culture. I mean, remember back in the day I was on TV with Benny in and talking about Talitha Kumai everybody, remember that? And so I'm very much into Hebrew culture. Uh, my church name is Ruach. The Ruach. You have to huh at the end of it. Don't spit at anyone. Everybody say Ruach. It's the Hebrew word for spirit. Okay? I'm in the Hebrew. In the Hebrew culture, when it came to the time of reading scriptures, they would stand because they believe it was God speaking. So I want you to indulge me on my culture. Would you just stand as I read the word of God in respect of God's word. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41, I'm abbreviating. Elijah says to Ahab, get thee up and eat and drink for there's a sound, someone say a sound, of abundance of rain. Uh. Verse 42, they go up to Mount Carmel. Verse 43, he says to his servant, Now I want you to look for the rain. He goes towards the sea, and when he looks, he sees nothing. But he sends them seven times. Someone say seven times. Seven is the number of perfection and completion. Verse number 44, and it came to pass on the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go ye up and say unto her, Prepare the chariots. Someone say, Prepare the chariots. And get thee down that the rain, watch this, stop you not. Rain is symbolic of blessings, and we don't want the blessings to stop you. Verse number 45 and it says and it came to pass that in the meanwhile that the heavens was black, clouds started to open, the wind and then all of a sudden a great rain started to come and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. I'm abbreviating and we're going to stop at 46. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel let me read it again and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded or he tied up his mantle his cloak he tucked it in I preached the message some years ago tuck it in tuck it in when you are getting ready to run tuck it in whatever's hanging out you have to tuck it in else you won't move quick enough he said he tucked it in he girded up his loins and ran watch this and surpass or ahead of he outran Ahab Ahab's on a chariot but Elijah is on foot but he has such momentum until he outran Ahab who's on a chariot somebody is going to outran some people outrun some people this year There is an anointing. Now, let me just say why I knew I need to be here. The Lord spoke to me last year and said to me, John, declare to my church that this is the year of divine acceleration. When I got the invitation, one of the definitions that I'm going to go into, when you look at the word acceleration, it's linked with momentum. You have to gain momentum. It's a part of the process of acceleration. When the Lord gave me that word and then I got the invitation, I knew I was supposed to be here. I'm on a prophetic assignment for someone in this house. Your life is about to change. Your destiny is about to change. Everything that's trying to stop you is going to have to back off because this is your season where you're going to accelerate. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to me. Father, I need you now. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Give us a word that will change life. Let burdens be removed tonight. Yokes be destroyed. In the name of Yeshua, the Christ, the son of the living God, we thank you in advance and let all God's people shout a big amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're about to move fast this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clap your hands if you believe that. Uh, if you could help me, sound man, just a little bit more monitor volume for me up here, and I'd be your best friend. I don't know where the sound man is. I'm trying to find where he's lovely tucked away in the building. Uh you know, oh, he's over here. Okay, all right. Thank you. Just a little bit more, and I'd be your best friend. I like to holler and scream and get happy. Is that all right? man So we're going to do that. Someone say, accelerate. One of the things I want you to understand, um, when I was learning to drive, and I don't know um, how many people in here are drivers, how many people, there's a whole lot of drivers in Lagos, some incredible drivers. I think some of the best drivers are in Lagos. I have been, for the 20 plus years I've been in cars going from one part of Lagos, I have been speaking in tongues, praising the Lord, closing my eyes, and not once have I been in an accident, thank you Jesus, because of the skillful driving of those who are in Lagos. Now, when I was taught to drive, the first thing they told me is that there are three pedals. Now, I'm talking to those people who don't do automatic. Yeah, I'm talking about shift gear people, people who know how to shift gear. That's like a message right there, know how to shift gear. Because some folks don't know how to shift gear. They only know how to press. Don't let me preach on that. But I'm talking about the shift gear. And they they told us that there are three pedals and we need to look at them from the right side. And they said, the first one, think of A, because they knew we would know our alphabet. And the next one will be C, A, B rather, and the next one will be C. So it's A, B, and C. And so what they said to me is the A represents accelerate. And then they told me the B represents brake. Come on, drivers. And then C was the clutch. And I was told that when I was getting ready to drive, I would have it in brake and I would put it in first gear and I would have to uh, put my clutch to a biting point. You know I can drive, don't you? and then press on the accelerator because it was that that was going to make the car move. Depending how much of the accelerator I press will determine how the car would move. Is that all right? So so when we think of the word accelerate, we think of a vehicle. It means to bring to move more quickly. It means to increase in a rate, a speed, to hurry up, To be fast, to go fast, and watch this—it means to drive fast, to get on a move, and to gain momentum. Yes, and momentum to gain momentum is the force or the speed of an object in motion. Are you with me on that? Okay, you should know this, right? And so it means to increase in speed. Now, if I look at from um, a point of physics, let's look at point of physics. It says to undergo a change in velocity. An accelerating of electrons radiates of some of its energy, the speed of something in a given direction. Are you with me on that? Let me break that down. So what it says is basically this. Um, You have an object and the object that you are trying to push forward or to accelerate, there needs to be some kind of force behind it some kind of force energy that would push the object in a particular direction, yes? All right, for example, uh, let's do it this way. And I try to make it simple because uh, sometimes when you use a lot of uh, big words, people get lost. Not everybody is as smart as some of you over there, but we have to break it down. So for example, we are in what we call, and from a physics perspective, Governed by a law called gravity. Gravity then now allows me. To be standing here. Only because. I am stopped by a surface. Called the ground. The ground. Had stopped me from falling. If there was no ground. I would keep falling. Because of gravity. Agreed? Okay. However. Okay. If I want to accelerate from, a, from this position to a higher position, like an airplane, I then need to have a certain amount of force that will push against, watch this, the laws of gravity that has been designed, watch this, to hold me. All right, are you with me on it? Can, can I use some young guys here? Come, 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 come quickly. Come, 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 come. Let me just use this. We are pictorial people and we catch things in pictures. Come, come, don't be scared. Come on up here. I ain't going to bite you. We're going to do something here. So, so for example, let me, let me just use this. Uh, you are the vehicle. You are, come front of me. Um, you're a force. And there are different kinds of force. There are different kinds of force like gravity that has designed to keep you in a certain place. But when acceleration takes its place, it then moves the object or the vehicle, pushing it against what's trying to hold it back. Y'all going to get it in a minute. There are forces that's been designed to keep you in the same place that you've been in for years. Uh, But what God is saying, you got to get this, in this year, it's not just the year for me of acceleration and momentum, but I add to it divine. Why do I say divine? Acceleration? Because this motion of movement it's not something that's gonna be done mechanically. Oh God, help me. In other words, I don't care how smart you are, it won't get you to your destiny. It takes somebody, it takes the Holy Ghost to come behind. And when a force is trying to stop you, uh, come on, don't be, come on, you, you're gonna try and stop him. There is a momentum going on. All right, you're really good and no matter how he's trying to stop God's moving his power this year that whatever was designed to stop you I don't care who in your bloodline it has stopped for years I come to make the announcement God is about to release you into your destiny and your purpose I need about 50 people to praise him like you know it's your sin. Woo! Someone say divine acceleration. I don't care who don't like you. I don't care who's been trying to stop you for years. Your season of being stopped is over. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Hey God. It's over. Someone say it's over. Let me just explain to you a little bit. I'm into what we call biblical numerology. And when we speak about biblical numerology, we're talking about numbers when it pertains to Bible. Biblical numerology, numbers connected to Bible. And every number has a meaning. One is number of God. Two is the number of witness. You had three is the number of the fullness of God. Fullness Number of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Four is the number of the earth. Five is the number of grace. Six is the number of man and dominion. Seven is perfection. Eight, new beginnings. Nine, fruitfulness. Ten is government commandment. Twelve is apostolic government. It's leadership. And I could go on. Nineteen. Let's just go because of my time. Nineteen is an incredible number. And I want to take it from a different rather than everybody Seeing it this year, 19 is in the Hebrew connected with the word faith and hearing. Everybody say faith and hearing. In the Hebrew, 19 is the word Yod-Teth, Yod-Y-O-D-Teth, T-E-T-H, which means faith and hearing. To write 19 in the Hebrew, they wrote the two Hebrew letters, Yod and Teth. Everybody say Yod and Teth. This also signifies in the Hebrew, the number 19, I'm going to go somewhere. It represents the hand outstretched. In other words, it's a season when the hand is being stretched out. Are you with me on this? It's called the outworking hand of God. The next thing that is attached to this in the Hebrew, and when you haven't got time, if you actually look at it in the sign, it's linked with what we call a serpent. Now, here's a problem, being a person of color, being uh, a black person, every time we hear a serpent, mm, it's the devil, it's the devil. No, everything is the devil. The serpent there from the Hebrew perspective, represents wisdom. Why do I say that, okay? When you think of it, a snake, one of the reptiles, that they're very wise, they know how to camouflage themselves. They know how to make themselves become the same as the background it's in. Have you know that? So for example, a lot of times people don't know a snake is visible uh huh, because it has camouflaged itself. Do you remember when Paul picked up a bundle of sticks? And he did not know there was a snake there. Why? Because it was winter time and one of the things about snakes, they know how to camouflage themselves and become like their background or hide and look like a stick. So when Paul picked up sticks... He thought he was picking up a stick, but in there was a snake who camouflaged itself like a snake because snakes know how to be wise. Hence the reason the Bible says we should be wise as a serpent and harmless as a devil. All right, you're still looking at me and you're thinking, uh, that's good, but that looked demon to me. All right, I'm going to help you. I- I'm with you, I'm with you. Do you remember when the children of Israel were in the wilderness And they were all dying. God told Moses to do what? Get, make a snake out of a what? A brazen snake and put it on a pole. Do you remember that? And everybody who saw it, they got healed. So you can't take a snake and see it as always demonic. Why? I'm going to teach you again. When you read in John chapter 3, Jesus mentions the snake. Connected to him. He said as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so shall the son of man be lifted up. So the emblem of a snake on a pole. Represents Jesus. It represents wisdom. And it also represents healing. Now you all are looking at me. How many doctors in here? Raise, Raise your hand. Doctors. Nurses. No doctors, no nurses. You all scared of who you are? Thank you. All right. What is the sign that they use for medicine? It's a snake on a... Po- it's biblical. So when you see that, you don't say the blood of Jesus, the devil is a liar. No. <laughs> all right so just, I'm just doing this because I know when I'm teaching there's always the critics who's always spiritually high and don't want to understand that God's not intimidated by symbols he uses symbols to bring an understanding now let me help you quickly because I'm going to help someone and say well that sounds good but I still understand why would God use the snake now let me explain why he uses the snake the children of Israel were in Egypt for 400 years remember that? They had lost their identity. They became Egyptians. Egyptology were into what we call the worship, the power of the snake. If you ever see all of the Egyptians in their turbans, you will see a python's always at the front of their turban, right? That's why when Moses went to Pharaoh's house and he threw down the rod and it turns into a snake... Uh, Pharaoh says, come on, magicians, you do the same thing. They threw down their snake and guess what? uh, Moses' snake swallowed up their snake to prove that God's power will always be over any kind of power. But the reason why the snake was used because God will always use something you're familiar with to get a message across. So that's why you got to be careful you don't despise certain things because God will use some stuff. That you might. That's why somebody has a dream and a dream, can, somebody can have another same dream but your dream will be different in interpretation because it's all about how God speaks to you. All right. I cleared you up. You got nothing else to say. Praise the Lord. <laughs> right. So, 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 everybody say 19. So we got to think about it's the time... Of faith of hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh, 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 it's coming, it's coming. Faith is looking for someone to land on. Faith cometh, cometh. But not everything you hear helps your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, this is not the year for you to have any and everybody speaking into your ears. I don't care. I don't want to hear about people's business. I don't want to hear, did you hear that? Did you hear what's going on? No, hush your mouth. I'm believing God for something this year, and I can't have no negativity in my ear. I got to have somebody who's going to give me a word of faith. Someone say faith. Faith, 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 faith. Faith is substance. Sub, sub, stance. Sub, sub, subway. Substitute. Sub means under. Sub stance. Stand. Faith is the thing that I stand under. Sub But here's the funny thing. Faith is the substance of things. Hope for hope is expectation. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, I have a problem with people who come to church with no expectation. If you have no expectation, please, 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 please. Uh, You're going to have to do a couple of things. You're going to have to handle me next to you. Because people who have an expectation always look like they're carrying something. The word expectation comes from the word pregnancy. You cannot be expecting and don't look like you're expecting. Anytime you're expecting, your body looks different. You talk different. You eat different. You sleep different. A pregnant woman is completely different from a woman who's not pregnant. And even certain kind of smells puts off a pregnant woman. Why? Because she's expecting something. Faith is the substance of things hope for. Hope is expectation. But watch the contradiction. It carries an evidence that is not seen. A evidence that's not seen. Normally, when you are dealing with evidence, it's either seen or heard. <laughs> Uh, the contradiction is, you can't see it, but it doesn't mean it ain't there. Uh, you can't see it, but it doesn't mean it ain't going to manifest. And the problem with a lot of people today is that a lot of us are waiting to see things before we acknowledge it's there. Faith does not work by seeing. That's why, oh God, the devil is always confused. Because your greatest blessing is never visible. Can I preach to somebody He'll here? If some of your enemies knew who you're going to be. If they ever knew the kind of person you're going to become, they would treat you different. But some of you, they don't even know who you really are. Because guess what? You're walking in faith. You're dressing up like where you're going, you're talking up like where you're going, you have not got there yet, but faith says I believe I'm going to be what God says I'm going to be. So I'm walking on what I believe and let me tell you something, a dangerous person is a faith person because they're a person who is undercover and you don't know what they're carrying and you don't know who they are until it manifests and there's somebody in here before the year ends in fact I hear the Holy Ghost say before the month ends you're going to manifest what God has promised you give your neighbor a high five and say neighbor he's talking to me oh hi. Uh. Are you getting anything out of this? Yeah, just just say amen, just say hallelujah, say yam, say say dashin, say jollof rice, say something. Every time I say to my church, I say, Church, come on, say jam, say chicken. They say, Bishop, why are you telling people to say that? I said, Because there's something you can say that the devil can't say. You know, Satan ain't got no mouth. Did you know that? Listen, he's been stealing mouths. From Genesis. He used a serpent to talk. You know serpents don't have no mouth. But he got into a serpent in order to speak to Eve. Satan don't have no mouth. You know what the Bible calls him? The prince of the air. He's a bag of wind. And what he does, he looks for bodies in order to speak in the earth. Because he's here illegally. He's not allowed to speak in the earth unless he finds some flesh to speak into. That's why he's been using your mouth. Because he knows nothing can happen in the earth unless he gets someone in the earth to speak. Because he knows when you speak, death and life is in the power of your tongue. And when you say it, you can have the fruit thereof. So anytime I say, say, Joll rice, Satan gets nervous because he can't say that. Y'all don't believe me, it's all right. Somebody shout hallelujah. All right. So, so this is a, a crucial year Let me let me go. Let me do something here, and then we'll go, get to where we're going. Everybody say nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen is is an incredible number. So it's linked with hearing. Um, it's linked with faith. Yes. Nineteen. Um. There are nineteen people of that are in Hebrews chapter eleven of great faith. So it's a listed of nineteen people. The number nineteen is is so important. Now, the first time we hear of the number 19 in Bible is in the book of Joshua chapter 19, 38. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> first time it's mentioned. It's called Laws of First Mention. And it's linked with the tribe called Naphtali. Remember Naphtali? Um, he was given, watch this, 19 cities, 19 cities in order to take over. Remember that? All right. Um, let me see if I've given you the right, right thing. Because um, uh, when they were taking part of the inheritance of the promised land, okay, um, they were given a certain pass of land in, to take over, and it was 19 cities. That's right. You see it there? Okay, so this is the first time we hear the word 19. Now, what I want to do is work out what is linked with 19 and Naphtali, okay? Naphtali was prophesied in 49, Genesis 49. The father, Jacob, spoke about him and says that Naphtali, um, he, he's like a, a, a deer. Genesis 49 verse 17 um, is a hind, the word hind means a female deer And let loose, he give goodly words So, so this year, you've got to understand Your words are important Naphtali gives goodly words Not negative words Alright, so in this year you've got to think about what you say Are you with me on that? Everybody say Naphtali now, Naphtali, watch this again. In Joshua chapter 19, he's from the tribe and we were given, as I said, 19 city. His name means to wrestle for my territory. So he was given how many cities? 19 cities. But his name means to wrestle for my territory. Wrestle. Can I get my two, my two brothers again? Come back here. Come back here. Wrestle. For my territory. One of the things about momentum is you're always, could you stand in the position I had you before? You're always going to be, come closer. You're always going to be pushed. And the, the reason why the pushing is taking place Whenever he pushes him, it means he's taking ground, taking territory. To wrestle means to fight for what's yours. (laughs) The reason for momentum, I want you to understand this, the reason why God's given you momentum. Momentum is not the blessing. Momentum is the vehicle to get you to the blessing. You know, you always got those people, well, I understand, but I'm gaining momentum. I don't see how I'm gaining momentum in my life. Hold on a minute. Momentum is not the blessing. Acceleration is not the blessing. The blessing is, watch this, in this text, it's the rain. But what God is doing, it's going to get better. Hang with me. He's allowing you to push past the forces that's trying to stop you From gaining ground and gaining territory. Every time, push him back now. Every time you push him back. Every time you push him back, it means you have taken territory. But what God is saying, not to lie. Connected with 19. This is the season where I'm allowing you to take territory. You better get this. I'm getting ready to preach real good in a minute. It means, oh God, the children of Israel were in Egypt for 400 plus years. And they were in a cycle of slavery. You know what slavery is? Slavery is when someone has your mind. Let me explain something to you. The Bible says there were more people More of the children of Israel, yes, than those who were in Egypt. Question, how comes the minority has power over the majority? Do you know in slavery, there was more slaves than slave masters? How comes the slave could never overthrow their slave masters? How can you have the majority become the weakest thing because slavery is not something about physical it's not about someone being stronger than you in a physical way slavery is when someone's got your mind let me help you, some of y'all are looking at me, let me give you a scripture because my dad taught me don't say something you can't quantify with scripture huh. the weapons of our warfare are not Carnal, but they are for pulling down a what? What are strongholds? Imaginations. (laughs) Images, things that the devil puts in your mind. It's a stronghold. It's what holds you in a lock position. And tell you, you can't be nothing because you're from Lagos. You can't be nothing because you're not married. You can't be nothing because you have no children. You can't be nothing because you don't have a good job. And the mindset is, you're never going to be nothing. And the devil holds you in that lock. Because he has your mind. And slavery was about having people's mind. And once they had the slaves' mind, they had them. And when the Bible says you've got to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ, you've got to put it in prison, captivate it. In other words, when anybody tells you something that's negative this year, don't be quiet. If they told you, oh, you look like you are going down, hush, stop right there. I'm not receiving it. I'm not having it. You know why? Because the Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment. And this is where we stop. We must condemn. That means don't allow it. Because when you allow it, words have influence. And when they say something, a lot of times you're in a battle because a word has been said that you didn't condemn but I've been sent by London, England here to tell you whatever they said over your life, God sent this British boy to tell you it's about to be cast down tonight. And I need about a hundred shouting people who believe what I said. Woo! Uh, somebody holler fight, fight, fight. No, come on, shout fight, fight, fight. Uh, it's the year of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh, I don't care what the enemy is saying. I don't care how much he push you back. God says, I'm going to give you force this year to push back everything that your great-great-grandparents couldn't push back. Some of you are about to break generational curses. Some of you are about to bring people out of your family that's been locked up for years. I don't know who I'm preaching to in here, but I hear the Holy Ghost say, in 24 hours I'm about to turn somebody's life all around and I needed to praise God for your 24 in fact I was you I turn around huh? cause God's getting ready to turn it around somebody say territory you gotta fight for what's yours yeah. and what slavery does is tell you you can't have it what slavery tells you you ain't qualified for it Ah, but God says promotion don't come from the east. Neither comes from the west. It is God that puts one up and God puts one down. And I feel like somebody's coming down so you can be put up. I don't know who you are. Somebody fight. Come on, you got to say loud. Say fight. Say fight for territory. You may go back to your seat. Woo. You may be sitting. Sit, 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 sit. You got to wrestle. You got to wrestle. Someone say you got to wrestle. You got to take it. Take it by force. That was my introduction. No, I'm serious. I'm going to preach now. My preach ain't long. It's my introduction's long. Don't worry, I'm thinking, oh my God, if that was his detection. I'm getting ready to preach. So, it now brings me to my text. You all know the story. Uh, the story is like this. There's a man by the name of Elijah. Elijah. Elijah, el L stands for Elohim. L. Anytime you hear the word L in Scripture, Israel, Daniel, L, Mike, L, 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 Elohim, Ellyah, ja Some people say it's J, but it's really. In some people, they say Y. Eliya. Isaiah, Jeremiah. Y stands for Yahweh. His name is El Lohim God Yahweh true and living God. His name God is God. So now Elijah represents God. Everything about his name is God. He gets up and he goes and makes an announcement to Ahab and says Ahab! There will be no rain until I say so. Now, I've heard this preaching, it's wonderful. But my question is, why did Elijah stop the rain? Can I tell you why? The reason why is the Bible lets us know that Ahab, who was a Hebrew, went and married into a family to a woman named Jezebel, and her father, whose name is Ethbael, Ethbael means with, comes Baal. He marries into a family that worships Baal. He then sets up an altar towards Baal. And then what upsets God more, he put up groves. And the word groves is symbolic of Ashtaroth, which is linked with what we call the female goddess of fertility. Are you with me? The female goddess of fertility is into sexual immorality. So they would have sexual immorality happening in the temple of Baal. But here's what the worst thing was. The groves, which is linked with Ashtaroth, they believe that all blessings, all rain, came from the goddess of Astaroth. So when it rained, they gave all of the credit for their crops and everything they had, to Baal and Ashtoreth. Are you with me? And so now. Every time rain came. They would praise. These were people who were taught. From Old Testament. That. Here O Israel your God is one God. You shall have no other God beside me. Then they come now. And they, all of a sudden they are now worshipping. Baal. God is angry because now every time they have a harvest, they are equating it to Baal. Question, did Baal really give rain? I beg to differ, yes. Let me teach you a little bit. When God created man, he gave us the power to control creation. He says that we got power and dominion over the work of his fingers, the stars and the moon. That's why when Joshua were in trouble, he told her son to stand still. You don't know, but I came from a background, my old parents, those old folks who believed God, when anytime they wanted the rain to stop, they would pray and tell the rain to stop. Because God gave us power over his creation and a lot of us don't know the power that we have and the problem is the witches and all of the evil workers they know how to use the power of the elements I can give you scriptures more and more and more where the Bible lets us know in the judges that the stars line up in their courses when it came to Sisera in the time of fighting I can read you scriptures where everything in the elements out there was uh, 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 subjected towards man and so what Baal worship was doing was bringing rain down and the people were giving all the credit of that demonic rain. Let me tell you something. There are some weathers you go through are not of God. They're demonic. People don't know that. And what you got to understand, there are people who are in high level witchcraft who call things up and call things in the atmosphere, and that's why a lot of us we are that's why the power of acceleration of momentum is important because it works against every force that's trying to stop your progress. All right, let me teach you. And I, I can see you looking at me. I wish I had time to teach more on this, but I, I'm not teaching anything that's not in scripture. Watch this. Now it's gonna make sense. That's why now Elijah Elijah gets up and says. There be no rain until I say so. In other words, he said, I am shutting down every demonic power. I am shutting down, watch this, the power of Baal. I'm shutting down the power of Astroth. That means anything that Astroth was doing before or Baal was doing before, it cannot operate now because now I have shut the heavens And there'll be no rain. Until I say so. Are you watching me? I'm almost done now. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I know I'm I'm saying some stuff probably. And you're thinking about it. It's cool. It's cool. Watch this now. There'll be no rain until I say so. And then he goes and says, all right. Let's call all of you seers. All of you prophets of groves. And all of you seers that sit at Jezebel's table. Since you think you are spiritual and you got power, I am now inviting you to call the rain like you normally do. And the Bible says they set up their altar and start calling on Baal. (laughs) And they call and they call. You know the scripture, and they call. (laughs) And Elijah now starts mocking them. He said, "Uh, by the way, Maybe your God is gone on a journey. (laughs) They kept calling. He said, come on, call him some more, call him some more. They called till they were cutting themselves. Ah. He said, all right, maybe your God is asleep. I love Elijah, do you like it? He said, "Uh, uh, go wake him up. And they called, but nothing happened. Because ladies and gentlemen, when the demonic power has been stopped, it means it cannot operate in your life anymore. I've come to make the announcement tonight. Whatever was stopping you for years, Whatever was holding up your progress, the Lord sent me here to tell you, this is the year he has shut down the power of Baal. He has shut down every power that has stopped your progress. And this is your year. You shall accelerate. You shall have gained momentum. You're going to have what belongs to you. Can I preach now? I'm undone. Uh, Pull your neighbor like you pull him out. Say, say, neighbor. Oh no, you didn't pull him. Pull him, pull him. Say, neighbor. You're coming out tonight. In fact, you're coming out. Your family's coming out. Your money's coming out. Your job's coming out. Your cat's coming out. Your dog. Anything that's tied up is about to get loose in here. In fact, the devil's got scared because I feel, I hear a sound of abundance of rain. Mm. Ah. pull your neighbor one more time say neighbor <laughs> brain is about to come you cut her. so the bible says I'm done now he says your, your God's on a far journey call him call him I come to talk to all the demonic powers I come to call all the witches that have been trying to stop our progress this year you will not be able to stop Oh, God, I wish you would hear me, David. I I I wish you would hear me, church. The devil will not be able to stop what God has designed for you. In fact, this is your year. You're about to take territory. Things that you thought you weren't qualified for get ready pack your bags get your passport your papers are coming your degrees coming your money's coming your business about to turn around somebody shout yes Look at three people say it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Say it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. My miracle's coming. My breakthrough's coming. My, my, my turnaround's coming. The devil won't be able to stop it. He's been stopping me for years, but this is my year that I'm unstoppable. This is my year I'm going to see miracles. I'm going to see breakthrough. I don't hear nobody shouting. I don't know anybody to praise him. Look at someone say, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. He said, all right. Okay. Get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. Touch the neighbor say, they're going to have to get out of the way. Watch this. The Bible says he put down 12 stones. 12 stones that represents the 12 tribes. 12 is the number of God's Apostolic promise. Twelve tribes of Israel. God promised to bless those that came out of Jacob. Ah, twelve. Somebody say twelve. Then he said, now get me four barrels of water. Now here's the funny thing. Four barrels of water. Four is the number for earth. Four in the Hebrew is the number for open. It's an open door. He gets four barrels and puts water in it. But you got to remember, they're in a drought. There's no water. So they had to find some water from somewhere. And they put it on the altar. What God told me to tell you, that water became a sacrifice. Because it means it cost a lot for them to pour that water. Because water was scarce. And the Lord said, it's those of you that sacrifice and put sacrifice on the altar. Don't let nobody mess you up saying, ah, you're all tired and don't need to type. You need to tithe. You need to give up your offering. When you were in the world and spending your money, nobody told you what to do with your money. Now you're saved. They're trying to tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Because they know when they do that, they're stopping your sacrifice. You're giving not because you can afford to give. But you're giving because you cannot afford not to give. Because it's got to be a sacrifice. The Bible says a broken and a contrite heart, God will not despise. God said you got to bring a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of your lips. Sometimes you're going through hell, but you got to praise him regardless. Sometimes things look upside down, but you got to shout regardless. Somebody holler, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. You know, when people come and put money on the altar, some people looking at them, why are they doing that there? You don't know the sacrifice that they're putting on the altar. And God knew tonight, I was preaching this. And some of you that lay some offering on here, God says, I see your sacrifice. And I'm getting ready to turn things around in your favor. Oh, I wish I had somebody here to help me. And then the Bible said, When he put down the water. All of a sudden he said. I hear. A sound. Of abundance of rain. He didn't say I see it. Because faith is not about seeing. Faith. Is about hearing. That's why you can't have everybody in your ears. Because what God's getting ready to do. This year for you. is going to be exceedingly abundantly where's my praises at above all you can ever ask or think but it's according to the power that worketh within you look at your neighbor say neighbor work it work it work it work it speak what you want to happen prophesy what you want to happen because god's about to release your miracle Say yeah. Say yeah. I'm almost done now. And then he said now. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. But then he gets in the prayer position. Because what you want God to do is going to happen by prayer. You got to pray until the thing happens. Somebody shout glory in here. Come back here. I'm done now. And then he went. said to the servant go look. Tell me what you see. He goes, I don't see anything. There comes a point in your life when you're looking, you won't see it. And the reason why you won't see it because you ain't desperate enough. But he says, go back again. Touch your neighbor and say, go back again. He goes and looks. And when he looks, on the seventh time, he says, wait a minute. I see something. I see I see a cloud like the size of a man's hand. What did I tell you this here, year, year Hebrew 19 is about? The hand outstretched. Let me tell you what clouds hold. Cloud holds rain. Deuteronomy 28 says, God says, I call rain my good treasure. Rain is what makes an economy be great. It what makes an economy flourish. Anytime there is drought, it affects the economy by agriculture. So when God says, I'm leaving, I'm about to release rain. It means you're about to get off the ground. The ground's also going to feed the animal. The animal's going to give you coat and stuff. He says, the rain's going to help the ground. It's going to give you minerals and give you oil and give you all kinds of substance. And it all comes from the stimulation of the rain. So he says, I'm going to open up my treasure and give you rain. What the devil is scared of rain coming to your house. But I hear a sound. I hear a sound. I hear a sound. says, I see a hand, cloud of the man hand coming down. And then Elijah says this and I'm done. He says, you know what? You do something for me. Get on your chariot and stop moving. Now you got to understand when you're a king and you had a chariot, it was equivalent to a Ferrari or a Rolls Royce. It was the high-class, fast uh, mechanism of moving. Because with a chariot came many horses. Let me explain to you. Cars are, 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 are equated its performance by horsepower. That's where it comes from. You know how fast a car is by how many horsepower. And when he says it's got this amount of horsepower, it's equivalent to the power of the horse that drives the chariot. And he's on the chariot with a horse trying to go and trying to go to where he needs to go but Elijah Elijah has no chariot and while he's going go real slowly all of a sudden Elijah outruns <laughs> that's what some of you are about to do this year I hear the Lord say there's progress coming to your house there's progress coming to your home Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, pull your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm about to outrun some people. I'm about to do something this year. Can I just give you a couple of words and I'll be out of your way. Somebody shout, yeah, shout, yeah, yeah. This is your year of divine acceleration. This is your year of momentum in other words watch this, it means you have stepped into eternity and you're no longer going to be restricted by time it means your wait is over, your waiting days are over cause weeping may endure for a night and I'm finished but joy I want a hundred people who know they got joy somebody holler joy joy Joy, joy, it's coming in the morning, it's coming in the morning, grab a hold of your neighbor, say neighbor, happy new year, this is your year of momentum, God's gonna release what's yours, and I want you to shout for it now, praise for it now, grab your neighbor, say neighbor, say neighbor. You got 30 seconds to shout for your joy. Shout! Shout! Look at your neighbor, huh? Say, neighbor your next shout, don't stop, (laughs) say neighbor, your next shout is not for you, it's for your family, God's going to turn your family.
0: Been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080 or 080 Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.